0: I'm Gary O'Reilly. And I'm Chuck Nice. And this is Playing, Playing with Science. Science. Today we go to the limits of sporting possibility and ask is it so hard to achieve sporting perfection? Really? 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 Is it that difficult to achieve a perfect 10 in gymnastics? So tough to go a whole season unbeaten in the NFL or even pitch a perfect game? I mean, no hits. Full stop.
1: Yes. And if we're going to go there, then we certainly need a co-pilot. And who better than the man himself, speaking of perfect, Dr. Neil deGrasse Tyson. (laughs) Why'd you make me wear this now? (laughs) (laughs) You stopped by the
0: store on the way in.
1: (laughs) No, no. I'm I'm born and raised in the Bronx. There you go. So for those of you who uh, don't have the benefit of uh, watching us on uh, StarTalkAllAccess.com, if you're just listening, Neil is in full Yankee regalia. Yeah,
2: yeah I got the hat, hat the, jacket, the jacket, everything. Yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah. But I was born, I'm I'm a legit Yankee fan, born and raised in the Bronx.
1: He's what we call a bomber legacy.
2: And I'll tell you this, in my formative kid years, mm-hmm. where, you know, that's when you're you're most likely to be a Yankee fan, I'm a, a a baseball fan when right, you're right. when you're Your dad takes you to the game, kind of thing. That was the driest episode of Yankee franchise there ever was. I was a fan
1: during uh, the awful, awful years. People don't know that the Yankees had, during the 80s, they were a a bad, bad. And I'm talking about even the uh, 70s,
0: 70s before
2: before, uh, before Reggie Jackson. Well, Reggie Jackson, baseball fans around. around
0: the world welling up right now <laughs> with laughter <laughs> they really are t- what the Yankees are bad yeah, they were and terrible
2: yeah, they went like a dozen years without without getting yeah, into a little
0: bit it, drought, bit that's,
2: drought. drought. that's a drought for the Yankee I'm sorry Yeah, it's that's a, that's a drought it is I'm, I'm boiling in this
0: jacket I, I gotta take off the oh, well take the jacket okay. off yeah okay.
1: and, and while you're doing that we better get to our
0: guest yes our we, other guest our other guest yeah. and joining us via Skype is Houston Astros announcer our very good friend Jeff Blum Oh, yes. previous show Home Run Science. Jeff, how are you, my friend?
3: I'm doing extremely well until you showed Neil with that jacket on. I'm good. <laughs> no, you uh, you yeah. know, there's some things
0: we can do and some things we can't do. <laughs> it was yep. the latter. Well, let's get into this game, yeah, right? Because uh, this we, game meeting our show, right? We always sat here show, and right? said the, the, the most difficult thing to achieve in elite sport was as a baseball player, hit a fastball. And then you sat us down and said, I have another idea. Yeah. And you came up with the perfect game, to pitch the perfect game it's has the hard to thing
2: be to in sports,
0: period. Well, well,
2: so th- what What led me there was if you're just trying to find something that's hard to do, uh-huh. let's look at the singularly hard things that have happened in sports, right? Okay. So you can say, "How about a hole in one in golf?" All right, so you could go your whole life and not hit a hole in one, but they kind of happen often enough. They, they'll make the news a few mm. times yeah, yeah. in a golf season, and maybe not the pros, but it's um, somebody's doing it. Somebody's going to hit a hole in one. So, so it's it's rare, but not impossible. And you don't take that person and build statues to them, right? No. So, whereas I, I just thought it perfect, and and yes, hitting a baseball with a round object going 90 miles an hour when the person who threw it, the whole point of why they're throwing it at you is so that you don't hit it. Mm. And the fans are screaming. And Jeff, quick, you know, back me up on this. Here you are on a field in a, in a, in a, in a, in you're in a, you're a visitor in a, in another stadium and they're throwing a 90 mile an hour and everyone is booing you mm-hmm. and you're exposed, you're supposed to hit the ball. Where in golf, the ball is sitting at your feet, not moving. And they're telling people to shoot. And they're telling people, quiet, please. <laughs> it's like, <Shh. laughs> so how do you guys feel about that? <laughs> just
3: wondering. It's all experience. It's a matter of going through that process. But you're right. I mean, it's one thing physically and scientifically. To actually try and manipulate a bat to hit a round bat to hit a round ball, Uh, but then you add on top of it uh, the added pressure. The fans just—they are just waiting for that moment when you swing and miss.
2: Yes, (laughs) absolutely. So here's what happens. So, so rather than look at, uh, yes, it's 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 odd that we have a sport called baseball where if you succeed a third of the time you are a Hall of Famer. Absolutely. That's just kind of really weird, right? You're batting yeah. three thirty-three your whole life, you're the best hitter, you know, top 100 hitters there ever was. That's just, that's, that's an extraordinary fact. It is. such a thing exists in this yeah. sport. But then I thought, how about other kinds of achievements? And let's look at the perfect game. Right. To remind people what a perfect game is, it is you retire 27 consecutive players, three per inning, no one successfully reaches first base. And so that, that's So not only is the pitcher mm-hmm. awesome, mm-hmm. but your fielders are backing you up. Yes. Your fielders, they can't make an error. Hey, Jeff, let me ask you, since
1: yeah. Neil just brought that up, uh, you were an infielder. Were you ever mm-hmm. part of a perfect – did you ever contribute to a perfect game?
3: I was never witness or uh, played in a perfect game. I played in a no-hitter, and oddly enough, it happened in Yankee Stadium when I was with the Houston Astros. We had six pitchers. Uh, go out there and throw a no hitter. I remember them, that game. Yankees. I might have even yeah. been at
2: that game because at the really? end they they because it was kind of a little when bit. You someone booing really really loud. No 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 it no. It was just funny. It was just weird because it was a little bit anticlimactic. Right. Yep. The Yankees get no hit, but they're like four relief pitchers in there. And at the end of the game, they all gathered. I'm looking in the field. They all right. gathered for the cameras. I say, why are they interviewing? And I said, then I looked up at the scoreboard. <laughs> Holy, oh, shit. An- Holy an- shit!
1: The Yankees oh, hey. got no hit. <laughs> it's a no hitter. Yeah. Yeah yeah it's, right. a, it's an, a, and right. it's a no hitter by committee. By committee. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's pretty what was funny. the reaction of the whole it club? Is. What the whole club how did the whole team how did they react to that event? Well well to Neil's point uh, the replay
3: that we continue to show throughout the years is Billy Wagner closes it out and gets a ground ball to first base. Jeff Bagwell, Hall of Famer, flips it to Billy and he steps on the base and Billy's got two hands in the air, yeah, we did it! And Jeff Bagwell has this look on his face like, man, dude, we just won a game, what's the big deal?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and
3: all of a sudden, it kind of it dominoed through the team and we were like, holy cow, we did something special, man. <laughs> but just to be clear, okay. when I first, I wanted to do a reality check
2: on how often you would expect a perfect game, okay? okay. And the, so at the time I did this, there were like 15 perfect games ever pitched. Okay. Uh, by the way, three of them pitched by Yankees. Okay. Um, so that's, kind of, that's extraordinary. Uh, one of them in the World Series, which we'll get to in just a minute. Right. At the time I did this calculation, there were 15 perfect games. Okay. And I said, that's not a big number, guys. Look at how many games are, played 100,000 games how many years this yeah. has been going on mm-hmm. so i said let me just do a sanity check on this calculation okay and what you do is you can say all right let's say you're batting uh, 300 just to mm-hmm. all right so that means the pitcher has a 70% chance of getting you out okay or, or you not getting a hit okay right. okay So it's in my favor as a pitcher. So now Gary comes up to bat. Let's see, he's also a 300 pitter. It's still in my favor, 70% chance. But for me to get both of you out, it's the joint probability of getting you out and getting you out. And mathematically, I take 0.7 and multiply that by 0.7. That's the, the rest of what is in the average taken away by batting 300, right? So 30% chance you'll get a hit, 70% chance you're not gonna get a hit, okay. So all you have to do is multiply this 27 times. Oh my god. Okay, then you get a probability of, you get how many games that will happen, if all other things being sort of equal. Now, the first time I did this calculation, I didn't do it right, because I only took people's batting averages. But oh, if you want a perfect game, you're not getting the first base at all. So on base average as so, well. Yeah, but at, at the time oh. I did this, on base percentage was not a thing. When did on base percentage become a uh, Jeff uh, become a, a a statistic that people tracked?
3: Um, you know what? They did track it quite a bit, but they didn't track it in the sense of adding it into an on base percentage and batting average and slugging percentage. It wasn't until about four or five years ago that they got that other start, thing, that other yeah, number. Yeah, they started it's ops yeah which makes uh, no freaking
2: sense cuz it can be more than one and there's no
3: no yeah. i don't i'm not buying it just well, the reason is because all these analytics, they want to take batting average out of it. They want to they want to show production, and they show production as far as getting on base and slugging. So they take slugging percentage and add that to on base percentage. Therefore, you get OPS.
1: That makes sense because it's kind of like measuring productivity in the workforce. Like, you yep. can show up to work every day on time and leave every day, day ten be the last guy to leave.
2: But if you don't do crap while you're there,
1: <laughs> who cares?
2: <laughs> but my point is... Uh, as, as someone who is mathematically literate, that that statistic has no math, makes no mathematical sense right. whatsoever. <laughs> you can't them. just add percentages. It just doesn't work. Okay? Yeah. But, <laughs> no, no. Don't no, think oh, no, this yeah, through. You're right. Okay? Yeah. I, but, I, but if you succeed on. 80% of the time and I succeed 80% of the time, we both don't succeed 160% of the, the time. time. Right. Right. So... so, so, so don't get me strict. wait, but let me finish this out. So what I had to do was the uh, use it, the on base percentage, which is higher for everyone, right? Because sometimes you get walks. Walk. So it's just to so be clear, on base percentage. And Jeff, correct me if I'm wrong here. It's your batting average plus your walks plus hit by pitch plus catcher interference. Oh. Plus um, taking a base on a strikeout. Okay. Okay. Is there any other way to get to first base? Uh, um, well, um, no. it depends on how much she likes
0: you. Oh! Yeah.
2: Oh. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry.
0: Oh, oh. I'm going to carbon date that joke. <laughs> okay, yeah. that you said you could edit this later, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: you see Hey, look, I'm a dad.
0: That's a yeah, dad, that's dad joke. That's a That was such a dad, dad, dad joke. joke. Okay. Dad what stat do the players focus on? Because He was going to answer my question first. Is Is he? Okay, I'll get in line.
3: No, I forgot the question. Is there any other way to get to first base? No, that's the only way to get to first base Yeah, other than off the field. But I'm not too sure if they actually... actually... Actually, take into account getting on by uh, uh, by strikeout because that counts against your batting average, Um, and the uh, catcher's interference is counted as an error against the catcher. So I don't think they count that. It has to be a walk uh, and hit by pitch or intentional walk.
2: Yeah, but if I got on base, I got on base. If I if I freaked out the catcher, that they
3: limitations (laughs) always
2: limitations. So so we're so regardless, can't take credit for the other guy screwing up. Okay, that's what it is. Well, so this is why I want to start a movement. Uh If you walk on 10 pitches, Mm -hmm. that counts as a hit. If you walk on four pitches, it counts against the pitcher. So, I like to change
3: my numbers, then no,
2: no, no, no. So, what do you think of this? You're cool. counting battling the pitcher. Yes, is what you're saying if I can battle the pitcher and and I exhaust all their strikes and I and I have a good eye, I earn that base. That should count in my favor. It shouldn't be a non at bat and count against the pitcher. I I stole. I took that base, and so you no, got to come no. up with some number of pitches uh, for which you then get credited with that. Jeff, on
1: this show, I am always for changing games. So, what do you think about this? That's I mean, I
3: kind of see what he's saying. What do you think about that as a hitter? Well, you you talked about how hard it is to hit a baseball and get credit for it. Right. You you shouldn't be able to get a hit without getting a hit. Oh, okay. Okay. So you're saying that that
1: cheapens the actual batting average if you were to allow that to be a
2: part of it. Okay. Okay, So I got another one just because – You're on the roll. I'm on the roll. Uh, (laughs) If you get hit by a pitch on ball four, you should be able to go to second base. Ooh,
0: okay. Oh, okay. I'm Whereabouts? Yeah, he
1: got him. I got no, him. No, no. Whereabouts are yeah. you hit?
0: Because it's different. You location. I mean, <laughs> right, I kind of
2: I
1: mean, like Barry. I kind, I kind of like Gary's thing. Because if you get hit in the balls, which is almost impossible,
3: you will actually go to third base. <laughs> <laughs> well, if the ball hits you in the balls, it counts. That's three. That's three balls. <laughs> hey,
0: <laughs> we love the math. <laughs> I'm see, this recorded. is how math works, you see? <laughs> <It is. laughs> Two plus one equals three. All right, so uh, okay. come on, let's, let's, okay. conclu- so watch let's this. Clu- conclude the equation.
2: Okay, so you do the numbers now <laughs> with, um, uh, with on-base percentage because a perfect game, no one makes it to first base at all. Right. As opposed to a no-hitter, where just no one gets a hit, but you can give up a walk, right. you can even have an error, right. this sort of thing, okay. And so, so I ran the numbers. So, so what you do is you can get sort of the average batting average for a team. All right, mm-hmm. and it's actually lower than you think. I, I just checked yeah, this yesterday. Says, uh, so the American League batting average, which is typically higher than that for the National League, because we have the we you know yeah. uh, we have the um, <laughs> designated, designated hitter, yeah. right? right? So oh. there's not this sort of easy out with the pitcher batting ninth. So our our averages are just slightly higher. The average for the entire league is two fifty. Wow. The whole league. The whole league. Wow. Yes. The average of the team averages is yeah, 250. 50's nodding. Yeah. Right. So, so yep. that means you got some folks bad in 240 to whatever, you know, they, mm. and that, that rounds out your club. Okay. So that means this is even more in the favor of the pitcher if you're trying to pitch a perfect game. But you'll always have some batter that's bad in three something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, but again, I just wanted to do a sanity check on that number 15. Okay. That's all I did. So you take 250. Right. And you say, all right, there's a seventy five percent chance I want to get every player out every time I face them. Right. Okay? Give everybody a two fifty yeah, back. Everybody's Again, it. It's just a sanity check. Right. All right. If you do the calculation perfectly, you would you would yeah. stretch that out. But watch. So you do it. So point two five times point two five times point two five. Do that twenty-seven times. Mm-hmm. Okay? We're getting Then you find out how often would that happen? All right? It's like one in fifteen thousand games. To some crazy it's okay? Right. So then was that the number I, I I I better double check my notes on that but it's some one in a huge number then I looked at all the games ever played yeah. you have 30 teams right now and they play 162 games mm-hmm. but a, a team plays another team so it's half that number right, right? right. cuz you're counting games now mm-hmm. right so um it's uh 30 teams playing 81 games, total games, okay? If you want to think about it that way. Because they're playing each other. They're playing each other. And then you multiply. Then you, you add up all the games back to, you go, stay in the modern era,
3: that 1800s baseball. What the hell was going on back then? Dude, I don't know. They weren't playing with gloves and they were playing with like, you know, a sock ball. Who knows, man? Some of the numbers are crazy. <laughs>
2: yeah, so you want to stay in the, the, the relatively modern era. Yeah, yeah not so, the shoeless Joe Jackson era. <laughs> so it's basically 100 years of ball. So, so when I did this, I came up, with, like, the number 12 or something. I mean, it was, it was a sanity check. The real number was 15. I got 12. And I said, oh, my gosh, this is actually working as a calculation. And so right now we are up to 20 or 21. 21 perfect, three. Oh, 23. 23 yeah. perfect, games. perfect games. And
0: I'm, I'm just saying a perfect game is a stunning fact in baseball. We are going to take a break. Don't forget, coming up after, we will have... Neil deGrasse Tyson and Jeff Blum. So that's one World Series winning hitter and your personal guide to the universe. Stick around, we'll be back shortly. Welcome back, I'm Gary O'Reilly. And I'm Chuck Nice. This, of course, is Playing With Science and today we are talking about the hardest thing to do in sports and according to Dr Neil deGrasse Tyson that is pitching the perfect game in baseball. Not just hitting... 100-mile-an-hour fastball, but pitching the perfect game. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose the most famous perfect game has to be, back in 1956, Yankees versus the Dodgers?
2: Yeah, and the Yankees, uh yes, it was the Brooklyn Dodgers, I yeah. think they were at the time. Yes,
0: th- really something special, a real local
2: event. Yeah, because if you calculate... If you're going to calculate the odds of pitching a perfect game using everyone's on base percentage, you would expect that you would be more likely to throw a perfect game against a last place team. Right. The last place team, all their numbers are suppressed, Mm -hmm. right? They're not going to be, you're not going to have the good hitters. Mm -hmm. They probably don't even have any marquee players. Mm -hmm. So I would bet most, I haven't checked this, but I would bet that most of the no hitters in perfect games that have been pitched have been against sort of lesser teams in the rankings. Okay, makes sense. So statistically, statistically, you'd expect that. Right. So if it's different from that, I'd be very surprised. But but let's keep that for the moment. So in 1956, in the World Series, the Yankees, the best team in the American League, are playing the Dodgers, the best team in the National League, mm-hmm. and Don Larson pitches a perfect game. All
1: right, All right. let's play. Play it.
0: Larson is ready. Gets the sign. He strikes 4-1, here comes, comes the pitch, pitch.
1: strike three! <laughs> a no hitter, a perfect game for Don Larson! Joe <laughs> Burrow runs out there, he leaps the Larson, and
0: he's swarmed by his teammates! Look at this ground roar! The first World Series no hitter a perfect performance by Don Larson! I know you love your numbers. 97 pitches. That's all Larson took.
2: Okay, so the minimum, well, the minimum pitches would be 27 pitches. We have three three down all the way through. Uh, No, no, Uh, one pitch. Three, right. One pitch out. Uh, so ninety-seven pitches. Oh, oh, oh. So that, okay. You I can throw twenty-seven. You can pitches. throw
1: twenty-seven pitches. That means it's a minimum it's, game. It's contact on all twenty-seven, and then you're out. And the fielder, and uh, the fielder
2: plays it, and you're out. Right. Gotcha. Ninety-seven pitches today, Jeff. They would, they would have taken. Oh. Well, not in that game, but
3: today, nobody pitches ninety-seven. No one throws hundred pitches anymore, isn't that right? No, you're extremely right. Yeah, you get to hundred pitches, all of a sudden bullpens are up, and managers are freaking out, right. and they <laughs> take the guy out. Yeah. Yeah, but do you no t- do you take Don Larson out in this game? God no.
0: Okay. <laughs> no, 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 you have to no. call a God for that answer. <laughs> wait, yeah. wait, is We're that hindsight? Wait, wait.
1: let me. No, no. Honestly, uh, Jeff, is that hindsight speaking, or is that uh, just the fact that when somebody gets to the seventh or eighth inning, no matter how many pitches they've thrown, if they're throwing a perfect game, you leave them, in. even a no-hitter.
2: no hitter. even if even, even if they're no-hitter. throwing more than their average per game, and they might take them out of the next rotation.
3: Yeah, they would yeah, that's exactly what would happen. There's actually, I believe it was Edwin Jackson with the Arizona Diamondbacks, who threw a no-hitter, had ten punch outs, walked eight guys, and threw 150 pitches, but the manager left him in and they did skip his next start. So yeah, that would that would happen, but in a perfect game, you are not touching anything. You're yeah, letting that yeah. guy play it out. Right, right. All
0: right, Jeff, so here we go. I'm gonna read you a list of names. Hmm? Dick Williams, Jackie Robinson, Pee Wee Reese. Pee Wee Reese, Silent E, like DeGrasse, Silent Campan- E, <laughs> Campanella, which oh, by the way, before Duke Snyder, all future Hall of Fame batsmen, that yeah. Larson flew past. Oh, that, yeah. they, they batted against Larson in that game. In, in that, that yeah, list yeah. again? <laughs> in okay, Dick this? Williams, J- Jackie Gil Robinson, Pee Wee Reese, Roy Campanella, and Duke Snyder, and Jackie
2: Robinson is in that list. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow.
0: So, so when you said against so goes lesser to your teams, point. that's why that's- this is absolutely stellar.
2: Right, right. And
0: I think Don Larson
2: is not in the Hall of Fame and yeah. not as a player, as a player. Uh, for a lifetime Junkie performance. Bearers. So so my sense of this is if you have achieved something so singular right. that no one has done it before or since nor can anyone even think you get to go. that happening, that's put the put the boy this this mention of him just yes. in, in the history part. But I'm thinking this if that's all he did in his life, that he gets to go. Put him in.
1: Well, even for that, I mean, even if you were to, you know how they say asterisk. Like, okay, Hall of Famers now going to have to ask, have the asterisks because you know blah blah blah. So do that. Put him in and put an asterisk. Like, yeah, it's the uh, singular. This thing. This is the singular thing that he mm-hmm. did, and no one else has ever done it. And it's the hardest thing to do in sports. And that that
0: going back to your point about Don Larson and the Hall of Fame. Yes. It is the only ever perfect game in a World Series. Correct. Yes. Correct. And alone. And and it's the only no hitter. It's the only no hitter. It's oh, even that. the no exactly. the only no hitter. Exactly. Exactly. And it's even more than the no hitter. It's it's more well, it's than Game a no five, hitter. game six, then game five, and in game two, I think he had two innings and they pulled him out. He wasn't very good, and he came back <laughs> and delivered mm-hmm. a, a, a game like well, that. It's well, awesome.
1: Yeah. Well, the fact is that I mean, the fact that he's not in the world. I mean, in the Hall of Fame, lets you know that this singular accomplishment was his. Singular accomplishment. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like
2: it's, it's like the one. It's like the one-hit wonders. Exactly. You know. Well, let me hear the rest of that he's the, album. He's a really vanilla bass. Oh, <laughs> <And> he, <laughs> you're, just, you're taking him out at the knees I'm, there. I uh, no, Yeah, 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 yes. wow. <laughs> No, I'm just saying. You, you know, you hear the one-hit wonder, and you say, "Let me hear the rest of what's on that album," and it sucks. Right. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, the singular. No, the, that's it. That's, I, I like achievement. I like it when people's talent, artistic physical athletic rises up against everything else you have to just stand awestruck in what they have performed
0: i've got i've got his corner i've got don's corner no matter what chuck says yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right okay
1: so um we talked about Don Larson, only perfect game and only no hitter in World Series history, but you know it, it doesn't end there. Uh, let's take a look at Randy Johnson, who uh, your friend, uh, who I who I <laughs> six foot nine <laughs> Randy. Johnson. I would so much rather be Randy Jackson. You <laughs> <laughs> know, give me a tissue. Uh, well, uh, six foot nine of him, I'll say, which by the way, I one of the most dominant pitchers ever, right, Jeff? I mean, seriously, you, did yes. you face Randy no, Johnson?
3: I did. He's in my book. I got him. I, I hit a home run off in my... Oh! Yeah. Oh! Nicely done, my yep. friend. Yeah. Nicely and, and, done. And he he MF'd me the entire way around the bases. It was great.
0: <laughs> awesome. Oh, that must have uh, been music to your ears. Yeah, that's gotta be great. It
3: was. It's gotta be
1: great having Randy Jackson call you MF the entire time you're seeing. <laughs> b- I'm sorry, Randy Jackson.
0: Yeah, he was, uh Randy was It's Randy time. Jackson now, people. Yeah. <laughs> you notice I keep saying it. From this moment onward. Yeah, hey, you have a teammates. Were you ever teammates? Because you were at the Diamondbacks as well. No, I missed him. No, okay, I okay, him, okay. So let me ask you: yeah. when you when you face him, because he was mm-hmm. so
1: tall, is are you taking that into account in any way? How yes. do you how do you look at him? Where do you look for the release? What kind of? Diff- by the way, he's pitched a perfect game. <laughs> yes, he has. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. yeah. Which we're we're going to take a look at that in uh-huh, a second. Uh-huh. But I just want to know. Well, maybe we should look at the
2: clip and then we'll. Yeah, talk Yeah, about but that. I put him on the on, let's, on
1: let's the. Let's look yeah, at the this clip. This up the-
0: against the Atlanta Braves for the Diamondbacks. So okay, hold it. Okay. It is look at his teammates, look at
2: Randy Johnson. Andy Johnson. The dude's head came up to his nipples. I, <laughs> I, I
0: love it. <laughs>
2: Just, it's just got, It's really one of the coolest moments in baseball ever. Is, you want the, the best pitchers game. to have yeah. one of those on their record, right? Uh, you yeah, knew I mean, he was a great pitcher, and you, you kind of that kind of completes the, yeah. the 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 you know it, it, the total storybook of what could be someone's career. But it, Catfish Hunter also had a perfect game. Absolutely, so these are great pitchers.
0: The great thing about Randy Johnson's perfect game was he doesn't dial this up until he's forty. So it's not one of those early, se- early He was 40 co- when he pitched this the oldest player ever to didn't look a day over 52 <laughs> <laughs> I mean Jeff that's a mean looking dude let alone the 6 foot 9 that's a face so here's what I want to know, Jeff. How do you face somebody?
1: Because when you look at how tall Randy Johnson is, yeah. how do you adjust your hitting? Because it had to be kind of weird and freaky to see this lanky giant. Where do you look for the release? Where do you do all that? How do you change your, your yeah. hitting?
3: Mm-hmm. Um, it's tough. Typically as a hitter, you'll look at the logo on the hat of the hitter of the pitcher and then adjust to wherever that arm angle is coming from. Ooh. And he he's a whole different animal as far as trying to pick the baseball up. Not only was he 6'10", but he is coming downhill. He's letting go of the ball maybe about three or four feet later than a normal pitcher. That's what makes it tough, too. So your timing is thrown off because normally you're going to see the ball for a, maybe another five, six feet as opposed to off Randy Johnson. So you had to adjust the timing of your swing, you had to adjust the quickness of your swing, and obviously the brain has to get involved in recognizing spin, rotations, and velocities all at the same time. He was extremely tough. I didn't have good numbers against him. But uh, if you face a guy that's dialed in like he is, it makes it that much tougher. He creates a tough angle too because he's so tall, and uh, the trajectory and the plane that he is pitching from mm-hmm. is completely altered also. So you as a hitter, you got to create a different angle in your swing to try and combat how he's coming from so high. So how do wait, you prepare? Wait.
0: How do you prepare for a guy who's going to be pitching to you like that in, in sort of practice? Or do you just think, well, you know what? You I'll, don't, you don't simple as you wow. can't.
3: Yeah. I, I mean, you could be, you could go out there and put your batting practice pitcher on a, on stilts, but uh, that, that, <laughs> but there's really no way to replicate. And he, at the time, he was really the only guy that was over six foot five that I ever faced, so he was another five inches on top of that guy.
2: So Jeff, uh, you're not old enough for this, I don't think, but uh, I know this sounds like, yeah, I'm father time, here we go, <laughs> but uh, you, you, maybe you're old enough to remember when it happened, you, you surely weren't playing, when they reduced the height of the mount. Yep. Uh, I was at that was sem- around Bob Gibson, right in the what, mid yeah. to late 60s? Yeah, yeah. So, the to reduce the advantage that the pitcher had over the batter so that there'd be more hitting and more action. Mm-hmm. And so, what we're saying here, not to put words in your mouth, but he just took those six inches back, put it on the mound. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> gave real, himself exactly his advantage right. again. That's
1: what he did. He gave himself the advantage. The
2: advantage that had been subtracted away from a whole generation of baseball players. So we could
0: get more yeah. action and more more scores. Right. That's great. The right. Cubs scout the taller pitchers simply because of that? Um,
3: They they may, but, I mean, ultimately it comes down to, we talked about it earlier, production. If you're going out there and getting Mm out, then you're going to be the guy that goes out there for me. And there's different guys... Uh, that are tall, that have uh, uh, you know lower arm angles and things like right. that. But it's a lot of the conversation. But if you're big, throw hard, it's going to be an advantage for you. P- Pedro, H- Pedro wasn't very tall. Right. He couldn't no. have been even six feet. Exactly. No, Pedro, he, yeah, he was 5'10". Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's all and about production. Look at Fernando with his big fat butt. So, I mean, seriously, you know. <laughs> hey, that's the beauty of baseball. Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can have a gut and still... Yes. <laughs> yes. All right, Beauty will be in the eye of the beholder when it comes to baseball, it seems. We will take a break. We will be back with total perfection with Jeff Blum and Neil deGrasse Tyson. Stick around. We'll be back shortly. I'm Gary O'Reilly. And I'm Chuck Nice. And we have Jeff Blum and, of course, Neil deGrasse Tyson as our guest today. And we've been chatting about perfect games in baseball. The hardest thing to do in sport, according to the man to my left. Yes. Well, only because it's...
2: It's, it's. By the way, there are harder things to do. There are things that baseball players have done where they, no one else has done it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For example, Aaron Judge on the Yankees yes. has four strikeouts in three consecutive games right. in a playoff. That has never happened in the history of the sport. Right. So you can say, that's the hardest thing
1: to do. I mean, no, no, no. Yeah, that's true. Because
2: yeah, that's something, yeah, that's
1: that's that's some... a record he holds uniquely. Right? But isn't that because there's a statistic
2: for everything yes, in yes. baseball? Yes. And you know why? Because of all the downtime between pitches that announcers need something to talk about, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> you
3: nailed it. Busted! You nailed it. Yeah, Just yeah, busted! No, but- Hey, that, that's the reason why I've got sheets, I've got stats, I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's so true. But we that's, just called I mean, that's you out, But the beauty dude. of baseball.
0: Because <coughs> baseball throws up some of the most unique statistics, events. Say
2: offers up rather than
0: throws up. I yeah. will say offers up. <laughs> Thank you. Phrasing. <laughs> unique. He's English, a Brit. We teach English him, correct, We're Gary. teaching him English. Yeah. American here. All right. Sat in front <laughs> of the class again for English Lit. Right. So anyway, let's not mess about. Jim Abbott's no-hitter. We are very young. Yankee-centric, but I make no apologies right now. Play this clip, please. Yep. The Indians have not had a man pass first base.
2: Byerga, batting 318,
0: and the ground ball is short. he did mm. it. He did it. No hitter
1: for Jim Abbott. Abbott. No hitter.
2: Of course. What made Jim Abbott so very special? Yeah. Well, because there are a couple of hundred no-hitters. They're, obviously, it's easier to throw a no-hitter than a perfect game.
0: So right. I was unaware However, of this player, this event. Yes, yeah.
2: yes. So did you notice that his glove was sort of resting and, on his arm? Yeah, exactly. Right, because right, he doesn't have- A hand. A hand. Right. He has, he's congenitally yeah. born with only one hand and has always wanted to play baseball. And imagine people saying, oh, you know, you got, you're barking up the wrong tree, fella. You mm. know, and yeah, he said, yeah, no, yeah. I want to play baseball. Mm -hmm. Figure out a way to field as a pitcher with one hand. It's incredible. So he throws the ball, and right out of that tossed stroke, his hand hand goes into into the the glove. glove so that he's ready to field. And catches. And he will catch the ball, right. put the glove back into his right hand with no hand, his right arm with no right. hand, retrieve the ball and then throw it. And there, there's YouTube clips of him, him fielding. He's doing that, fielding. Okay.
1: Unbelievable.
0: So, he's a triumph. So
1: Jeff, triumph. As, as an infielder, how frickin' awesome is Jim Abbott to do this or is it just brain and muscle memory?
3: I, I'm sure brain and muscle memory has to go into it but I mean this is years of practice and him trying to figure that out and obviously don't ever doubt the human spirit when you say you can't do that's, something that's and you the got answer. the desire because it. obviously there was something in that left arm if there wasn't anything in that left arm he probably would have shut down baseball and never played again but he understood he was good enough and figured out a way to make it happen that's what's remarkable about it but then to go out there and accomplish something like a no-hitter you know kudos to Jim Abbott what I mean what a miraculous thing but I don't understand as a player and, and having watched Jim Abbott, you know, you will try and do this yourself with your own glove and fail miserably. Yeah. So it, uh, credit to him.
2: Yeah, man. What, what, just why what I get a little weird here, um, could it be that because he's missing a hand that throws off the batter?
3: Um, you know what, I don't think necessarily, because as a hitter, you're focused on that release point. Uh, okay, okay. You know, so it, yeah. I don't think it really throws off the motion. What's t- interesting to me is that he can't use that right arm as a cantilever to kind of help him pitch. So he was basically, everything was on that left it arm. It was a one side of a body thing. Yeah. yeah right. There's exactly. none of this sort
2: of, you know, balance act that you do with both yeah. hands to get the, the pitch out at high exactly. at highest speeds. To be
0: able to master the technique and not yeah. having the other hand. Yeah. And and the fierce determination as yes. a young person, and like, and like you said, Jeff, the the the
2: the will to do to to accomplish yeah. when other people say you can't, oh my gosh,
0: you must have faced that can't yes. word how many yeah, times yeah, a day,
1: right, right, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, well, we, we have one last clip. Oh uh, yeah,
2: please. What's this?
1: Oh oh, hey, so. <laughs> Neil, actually, uh, you bought. This. Yeah. Figure you, out
3: the possibilities of that
1: one. <laughs> yeah. Neil, Neil you bought this. <laughs> That's <up> the <laughs> hardest thing to do. You bought this up earlier, and that is uh, Randy Johnson. And uh, when we were off the air, how do you get
2: that to happen on the radio?
1: Yeah. You you bought you. Uh, you got you got to go to startalkallaccess.com so you can. Okay. See so this, this is Randy Johnson.
2: This is Randy Johnson. In a game, in a game, throwing a pitch and and of. Uh, highly unfortunate pigeon flies into the trajectory of this 95 mile an hour fastball and there's nothing left of the pigeons
0: we've already discussed super bulb day being a bad time to be a chicken (laughs) to be a chicken because of the chicken wing consumption
2: americans consume one million chickens per hour Per hour. For every oh. hour of the year. Well, now add
1: one dead pigeon <laughs> <to> <laughs> the yeah.
0: <laughs> It was a bad day to be a pigeon. <laughs> one million and one in that. <laughs> <laughs> play that play play the, the clip, play clip one more play time.
2: Wow. Gosh. <laughs> well
0: gosh.
2: Okay. Well, at least it was fast. So. <laughs>
1: yeah, Neil. Do you have any statistics on how likely this is? Break that down. Can, can you can you break that down? One in a zillion pitches. There you go. Well, that's oh. oh man, that's amazing. Uh, uh, and for those of you who want to see that, you ow, can either go to YouTube or StarTalk All Access. And if that, you are a um, lover
0: of all things feathered and flying. Don't go there. Yeah, yeah, mm. without a
1: doubt. It's hey, listen, t- we
0: we are at the end of our show. Wait, wait just we wait.
2: Well, you're not yeah. ending yet because right. I got to say. We set, are, but Neil isn't. Excuse me, Jeff. Jeff, All right, let yep. me just let me just compliment the Astros for putting. Uh, you've got a space shuttle on the arm of the absolutely. Uh, and now is that one yep. of the memorial ones, or is it just a a, 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 a standard one?
3: Yes. No, that was a, in Memorial. I believe it was a 2003 Jersey that we had on okay, a that space be, shuttle launched. For Columbia. Uh, crashed, yes. Columbia. Yeah,
2: and Houston is... Of course. Is, is the... Uh, the is, place where we have a problem. If, <laughs> Houston, if we ever have a
1: problem, <laughs> just yeah, yeah. if we ever have a problem, we have it in Houston. No, no, no. If you have
2: a problem, <laughs> you tell Houston about it and you fix it. Get that straight. Thank so, right. uh, you. Houston, <laughs> The seat of the manned space program of NASA Absolutely. is Houston Johnson Space Center. There you go. And a little known fact, when the shuttle launched launches from Florida mm-hmm. okay uh, all the control is in Florida until the instant the spacecraft leaves the gantry. Then all control goes oh, to, Houston. to Houston. That's correct because it's off the it's, it's off, off the pad. pad. It's get, off the pad. Get the hell out of here!
1: It's like, it's like parents with children. <laughs> <laughs> out of my house. I'm done with. You. We're done
2: with you. God. All right. All hey, right. listen. Listen. No, no, I've always liked. I just always liked the fact that Houston, uh, that spaces in the culture of Houston. The fact you even oh, call okay. the Astros. I mean, that's the part of the culture. The Astrodome. There was mm. AstroTurf. Yes. All of oh, this yeah. comes from uh, Houston. From so, Houston. and and. and, and let me just—we we have to stop because we have to. I do know. Facebook Live. You can't put this on. But I just want to say uh, good luck to the Astros. I mean, we're all just baseball fans here, so yes. let's hope it's, it's a really fun series. And I say just no, the that's opposite. All I'm for Thank is you, a Jeff.
1: Good Jeff, here's the deal: I'm not just looking forward to a good series. I want the Yankees to win. Okay. <laughs> Through you and all Neil right. and your stupid uh, <laughs> sportsmanship, I hope they die a horrible death, and I hope they lose in a sweep. <laughs> Bang.
3: Yeah. Okay. The possibility of that is about as much as Aaron Judge hitting another pitch. And
1: Oh! oh, oh, whoa. 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 oh snap. All right. On that note, we gotta end. Got Gary, take us out. All okay, right.
0: Um, there's not an Astros-Yankee love in right now. Um, <laughs> But there's a whole lot of explaining to do with that. That is our show. It's been an honor to have Neil deGrasse Tyson, Dr. Neil deGrasse Tyson with us and his perfect calculations. And of course, Jeff Blum, our old friend and good friend. Thank you, Jeff. Nouncer with the Astros. Uh, That's playing with science and the perfect game. Hope you've enjoyed it. We'll see you all soon.